Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, uh, Kellen Kennedy. Reed Wilkins is going to join us at about 6.45-ish on today's show as well. Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta in uh, 57 seconds time. Orders now brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. To the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 100 43rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Craig McTavish for contract equipment. He just joined us, and man, oh man, did we get some response on the text line. Bob McT uh, just made me laugh. The Dustin Penner line about not going out. You'd love to go camping with him, but you know he wouldn't be getting you any firewood. Uh, was priceless, and Jason from, from Sangudo says, if you went camping with Dustin Penner, there'd be big stacks of pancakes every morning. Again, you can uh, text us 780 780- 496-0063. All right, uh, we'll head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, the River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And we welcome back to the show every Monday and Friday on Oilers Now, Daily Face-Offs, Frank Cerevalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Experience live standard bed racing at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino on Fridays and Saturdays. For more info, head to thehorses.com. Hello, Frank. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. Sounds like the first Monday with Mac T was a success. It was a success, yes. You know what? He's just such, you know, he's a well-spoken guy, and sometimes I've uh, taken a few shots as a result of it, and it's all good, man. you got to have broad shoulders, and it's it's part of the deal. But he, he just does an excellent job of breaking down the game, and he's been in virtually every role in the Oilers mm-hmm. organization, so that helps out as uh, well. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. It was filled with hockey. It was filled with hockey. Mine was filled with football. I went to the Golden Bears game Friday. I bounced back and forth between uh, Alabama, Texas, and the Edmonton Elks in Calgary on Saturday. And then uh, guess who started Jalen Hurts yesterday instead of Tua Tagovailoa? Bob Stoffer? Yes. Or Brendan Escott? No, no, not Brendan. I got an all-Alabama team. But, I mean, how do you not start the reigning MVP? Like, Jalen Hurts. You got to start Jalen Hurts, don't you? Uh, yeah, he was sloppy. And I think there's one of those things not playing any reps in the preseason probably hurt a bunch of teams in week one. So let me ask you this Are the Edmonton Oilers a bit like the Philadelphia Eagles? Now, granted, the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. But is there, you're in Philly, is there an expectation there that it's Super Bowl or bust? And is that something that you could perhaps correlate to maybe what the uh, vision is around the hockey world for the Edmonton Oilers this year? you think that's a fair comparable? Uh, I do. I also think, although there's been more of a track record for franchise success with the Oilers going back to the 80s, there's also a similar vibe in the way that both teams dominate their market. Like, it's Eagles, and then there's a very distant second to the Phillies, and then it's Sixers and Flyers right now. That's the pecking order. And in Edmonton, it's all Oilers all the time. So there's a singular sort of focus not to knock the Elks or the Stingers or anything like that. It's just there's a singular focus on the biggest team in town. And I, I think you get bonus points for mentioning the Stingers. Like, that's I, for a guy that's, uh, you know, living in the United States, the fact that you know who the Stingers are, of course, you know. Hey, who, dude, the Stingers had a big, big year this year. Not they, only that, they seem to gain a little foothold in the market. There you go. There you go. 
What's going on, Brennan? Is everything okay? You reacted there. Do we Did need he to- fall off his chair when I said the stingers? Yeah, just about, but podcast issues. It's it's all good. We're on the rails, I think. Uh, are, are, we're on the rails or we're okay? Uh, there you go. All right. Frank Cervelli for the horses and horse racing. Have you been talking? Uh, Less up in Peace River says, Bob, can you ask Frank if there's any truth to a rumor with a possible trade involving Jack Campbell and Carter Hart? you heard anything about this i've i've not no i haven't heard anything about that at all um i don't see that making any sense yeah uh that other than if someone wants to connect a dot somewhere that doesn't exist to carter hart being from edmonton right i'm not not really understanding it I mean, the orders of, and you know the story, Carter Hart and Stu Skinner played against each other all the way up. Uh, Carter Hart and Sam Steele were out in Sherwood Park, and uh, Stuart Skinner, Tyler Benson, and James Hamlin were with the Southside Athletic Club. I mean, the orders have already got themselves a 24-year-old netminder of the future. His name is, and frankly, he might have had a better year last year than Carter Hart. Is that not fair? Um, It was pretty damn good. I... I think Carter Hart's year was actually pretty underrated because he had a bounce back year and had pretty good numbers on a really, really bad team. And that's hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, so but by I the way, Stuart Skinner has some work to do. Oh, there's no question. Yes. Absolutely. The way the playoffs ended, I think a lot of people are wondering can he get back to the consistency that he had in the regular season? And can he take it up a notch? Can he get to the next level? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fair game on that front. So, I look, I, I, I'm obviously – have you picked the orders to win? I think you have. In fact, I'm I just, have not. You have and not. And you know what? I was, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm not going to reveal the team that I've picked to win the Stanley Cup, but you asked me a long time – six months ago, please don't pick my team. So, I'm you know, gonna try and be be nice. Do you know who the two most exciting teams in the league are to watch this year? For me, who's that? New Jersey, and I would have never said that in the past, but I think New Jersey is going to be a highly entertaining hockey club to watch. Okay, and, and then and, ob- the and obviously the Oilers. I mean, the Oilers have got McDavid, they've got Drysaddle, they've got the highest scoring team in the league. Uh, Let great. me throw two teams at you that I think you're sleeping on. Okay, go for it. One is the Colorado Avalanche. Well, they okay. had injuries last year because... <laughs> Come on, who's sleeping on... No one's sleeping on Colorado. No, I, I, in terms of excitement, because guess what? They weren't really a fun team to watch last year. Okay. And they never really figured it out. They never got... They were, that team never got right. You were thinking at some point they were going to turn it on, and especially when it got to the playoffs, that they'd flip a switch, and they couldn't do it. And I'll, the other team is the Dallas Stars. Yeah, Dallas, they're, they're, I love Dallas because they can play any which way you want to play. The thing that Dallas did is they hit the home run in the one draft. It's unbelievable how good that draft. The year it's they the got, best draft, best singular draft class of any team ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rick Pracy, when he was in Colorado, got Duchesne, O'Reilly, and Tyson Berry in the first three rounds. Back yeah, in that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a pretty, that's pretty good, but still not this. Not this, but... These guys weren't, they didn't, we're not talking a third round pick. We're talking a a top four pick. We're talking a late first round pick. And then we're talking a second round pick. And the three players we're talking about, Frank, are 
Miro Haskinen at number three, Jake Ottinger at 26, and Jason Robertson at 39. But here's the key, and this is why I I think it's better than all those other drafts that anyone wants to throw at this 2017 run from the Dallas Stars, is they hit all of the positions. Goaltender, franchise centerpiece. Defenseman, franchise centerpiece. Forward, franchise centerpiece. That's hard to do in three consecutive picks and all in the top 40. Okay, uh, I'm going to take you down a path. How far back are we allowed to go? Pretty far back, and I know I'm going to guess which team you're going to say next. I'm going to say the 1979 Edmonton Oilers got Kevin Lowe, Hall of Famer, first round. Mark Messier, Hall of Famer, one of the top three players in the game from 19... 8182 until uh, the late 1990s. I mean, is he not the second highest scoring player in NHL history? It's pretty it's a pretty good draft. And then, and then Glenn, Glenn Anderson, Anderson Glenn Anderson went in the fourth round. Like Lowell yeah. Messi and Anderson are all Hall of Fame players with uh, with a combined total, uh let's see, eighteen. Those guys won eighteen Stanley Cups. So the da- the Dallas guys, I get it. It's just a different, you're dealing with a totally different era. Yes. A totally different uh, scouting world. It's so ultra competitive. Not to say that teams didn't invest in the draft. Of course they did. You know, Montreal, they were so far ahead of their time. And I actually, you know, I wrote a story a couple years ago and talked to Wayne Gretzky about the idea that the, the Canadians were trying to stash the number one overall pick to try and get him. A uh, few years in advance because they thought that he might be available. It, like their teams didn't treat the draft like they do now, and to see Dallas and Jim Nil, like Jim Nil has been able to hang his hat on really being an incredible evaluator of talent for a long time. Well, I, I got news for you: had the Evans Oilers drafted Wyatt Johnson instead of Xavier Borgo, I wonder if Tyler Wright's still here. I mean, Wyatt Johnson's a great first-round pick for Dallas in 2021, and we're still waiting a bit to see what Xavier Borgo ends up becoming. Yeah, and I'll just wait until they plug Logan Stankoven into their lineup. Yes, who, who was terrific in Kamloops. Frank Cervelli. Which is joined- why, going back to my original premise of exciting teams to watch, Dallas is an the Dallas team. Stars are going to be damn good. Just to throw one more curveball at you here, just on – when you compare and contrast 79 to 17, Dallas was drafting third, 26th, and 39th, okay? Edmonton was drafting 21st, 48th, and 69th. The degree of difficulty was far greater in the picks that the late, great Barry Fraser made in that draft. Yeah, I thought you were actually going to throw at me one of the Detroit drafts. 89 draft with Detroit? Yeah, I mean, That's, pretty damn good. Yeah, now... Nick Lidstrom in the third round, Sergei Fedorov in the fourth, Konstantinov in the 11th, and in between you've got 1,000-game player Dallas Drake in the sixth, 1,000-game player Mike Sillinger in the first, 
and Bob Bugner, who had a long career in the second. Yeah, no, that, that was a really good draft. And, of course, they were a team that was ahead of their time. Uh, you know, when you're looking at uh, some of the players out of Sweden, and they took a swing on a couple of Russians as well. Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Experience Live Standard Red Racing at the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Uh, every Friday and Saturday, for more information, head to thehorses.com. Frank, I can't remember if it was you or Elliot Friedman, but one of you guys reported that Thomas Tatar has a new agent. I think he was with Rich Winter before, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Is he going to end up back in New Jersey? Is that where you see him? I think there were a number of teams interested, um, and he was with Rich Winter. You're correct. Um, I think last I checked, Pittsburgh was still interested. I think... um, I, I wonder if the Avs are another team that's been poking around on Tatar. I think there's a few teams that are going, hold on a second. Depending on what this is going to cost us, he nearly had 50 points last year and scored 20 goals and was healthy all year long. The big question with Tatar is when he gets to the playoffs, what do you get out of him? That's where he's really fallen apart. And if you look at his numbers, it, it's almost impossible you would think for someone that talented to be that bad and that absent on the score sheet in the playoffs um gabriel aniskog is going to be on ltir all year right Mm -hmm. now colorado's five million dollars over the cap aniskog's cap hit is seven so they can basically take on a two million dollar player yeah, I think the Avs are one of those teams that are in the mix. Okay. Uh, any potential PTO landing points? Uh, you're in any other? Obviously, uh, we just talked to Mac T. He thinks Brandon Sutter could be exactly what the Oilers need, assuming that his health is there. Of course, he had long COVID, and there's a lot of debate over that. But one thing about Brandon Sutter, he's never had issues in terms of body composition. Like, he's he's a thinner-built guy. So he's 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 always in shape. You know that about him, Sam. Yeah, but it's I, a long time. Yeah, it is. It is. It's two. Years. I really have significant question marks about how quickly he can get back up to speed. I guess the, you know he was a third line center in Vancouver. He'd need to be a fourth line center here. And I'm going to assume that both he and Sam Gagne probably get at least five exhibition games. Any other players out there right now that you're hearing any uh, any news on? Uh, well, we saw Noah Gregor land in Toronto, and then I don't know if you saw tonight, the Canes added Kiefer Bellows. Oh, wow. Canes are just, they're a PTO machine this year. Come one, come all. Come try and make the Carolina Hurricanes. Corey Conacher, Brendan Perlini, Nick Shore, Nathan Beaulieu, and now Kiefer Bellows. They have five guys on PTOs. Yep. Uh, a wise man said to me, hey, who's going to be potential um, waiver claim material at the end of training camp? Yeah, that's on my list of, of stories to investigate because it's easy to look at cap friendly and say, oh, this guy's he's out of waiver exemption. They're going to have to make a decision on him. And... Obviously, there's going to be some questions, even in a place like Edmonton, uh, what happens with Raphael Lavoie, for instance. But um, it's a little premature to have that conversation just yet. Yeah, it's going to obviously. There's a lot still to determine. So you need, I think you need five, six, seven days of training camp to really get a good handle on it. You know, there's a player uh, in Buffalo that I've liked for a while. Yes, and 
he also happened to be formally represented by the Edmonton Oilers CEO of Hockey Ops. That's uh, Brett Murray, represented by Jeff Jackson. He's a six foot five left wing. He's got a little bit of bite. Had a pretty good playoff uh, in uh, their farm team, still in Roch, right in Rochester. And uh, he's he's probably it's now or never for him at the NHL level. I just I don't mind having some size in the fourth line. I just uh, it'll be intriguing to see what ends up occurring on that front. Anything you, else? You know what else is intriguing? Um, T- tell me. He's he's waiver exempt, but what do the Calgary Flames do with Dustin Wolf and their goaltending situation? Because he really has nothing left to prove in at the AHL level. Yeah. 932 last season in 55 games was excellent for the second year in a row. He is only 22, but their GM and Craig Conroy has said point blank that he deserves a look and an opportunity at the NHL level. What does that mean for Dan Vladar, who obviously wouldn't pass through waivers? They got to figure something out. Yeah, there's no question. And I mean, it's, I've seen him play. I saw him play last all-star break uh, went down to Calgary for a couple days only cost me a couple hundred dollars anyway I won't even tell you what happened but uh, all I'm going to say is Airdrie Airdrie gets everybody all the time that's all I'm going to say and people know what I'm talking about okay Uh, okay Uh, don't speed an Airdrie I gotta be my, the guys at Brentridge Ford. Stop! That's twice in three days. You brought this up. The last ticket I got was an Airdrie. Uh, well, maybe but, you shouldn't come on Oilers now then and brag about how quickly you made no, it back from Grand Prairie. Oh, would you relax? I never had it over 118 the whole way. Unreal. Unreal. All right, uh, fly eagles, fly. Hey, Frank, thanks for joining us, and we'll hook up with you Friday. In the we've got an hour long show on Friday. I'll be in Penticton. And we look forward to having you on the show. Yeah, and I'll be coming off of that Thursday night Eagles game. I'm taking my son. All right, enjoy it. Thanks, man. Just trying to avoid the drunks. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Uh, daily face-off, strength ceremony for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. Experience live standard bit racing, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino every Friday and Saturday. For more information, head to thehorses.com. I just can't help myself. I'm too honest for my own good. Uh, should mention to you, don't miss your chance to join an exciting road trip in Nashville, Tennessee, to watch the Oilers play the Predators. This package includes nonstop airfare with uh, Flair Airlines, Four Nights Deluxe Hotel, near all the action, lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests. Experience all that Music City USA has to offer this October on the Nashville road trip. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. We had a kicker a couple of years ago in Smashville. Brendan Escott will have NHL today for us when we return. It is 624 at Edmonton. Some guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Uh, Japanese Village is Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca's Brendan Escott brings you NHL today. For elite promotional marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Brendan, you're up. Well, Zach Wilson's in the game. Where's Aaron Rodgers? What's going on? Quinn he got, Hughes. He got sacked. He's, really? He got sacked. In, or was that Wilson that got sacked or Rodgers that got? Well, the big man is out. The uh, moneymaker is out of this game, and the former second overall pick is in. Out anyway. of where, by the way, Zach Wilson? Out of where? BYU. Yeah. Eileen Bell's favorite school. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the Fifth Estate story on BYU about eight months ago? 
Wow, crazy. Anyways, I'll look it up. Uh, Quinn Hughes, in the meantime, has been named the 15th captain in Vancouver Canucks history. Still just 23 years old. He takes over after Bo Horvat was traded at last year's deadline. Vancouver took Hughes seventh overall in 2018. He's racked up 241 points in 283 games. Nearly a point a game last year. It's 76 in 78 games. Montreal also naming Mike Matheson an alternate. He and Brendan Gallagher will be the alternates to Nick Suzuki. Colin White landing in Pittsburgh on a PTO over the weekend, while Tampa Bay parted ways with Josh Archibald and signed Tyler Mott. Oil Kings fell 4-3 to Calgary at the Enoch Community Centre Friday. Bounced back with a 4-3 win over Red Deer in exhibition action the following night. Uh, This Friday and Sunday, they're up in Grand Cash playing a series against the Prince Prince George Cougars. Uh, The team also did trade uh, goaltender Jake Pilon to a uh, Kelowna for a seventh round pick. Later this week, we're going to see, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier in the show, Bob, but uh, Wojtek Port and uh, Mark Lejoie, the two Oil Kings defensemen, and Nathan Pilling all going to NHL training camps. Golden Bears dropping both games against Calgary this weekend in exhibition action. 6-3 Friday, 5-3 Saturday. They will continue uh, the preseason schedule this weekend. Home and home series against Mount Royal this time starts at the Claire Drake on Friday. Ooh, that's interesting. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brentridge Ford of Wetaskiwin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, let the team at Brentridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Brentridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. It's 628 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather uh, traffic update with James Dunn. When we come back, uh, we will get to the orders now. Audio for direct workwear, uh, this day in order's history for New West Travel, and we'll bring aboard Reed Wilkins for a preview of tonight's Inside Sports. This is Orders Now.